Welcome to Face Your Faith. We hope this topic study will help you grow deeply in your relationship with God, to be fearless in your faith, and to present others the Word of God in freedom and in peace. Today we are going to talk about care, specifically who cares. And this topic will look at what it means to care and the consequences of not caring and learning how to care as God wants us to. I think this is very important because too many of us just don't care anymore and don't care much about anything. So in a world that is becoming more and more self-centered, which is not caring for others, how are we to live a life that is in complete contrast to the world that honors God? Let's check out a few dictionary definitions before we get started. First, the definition of caring. The dictionary says of caring is feeling or showing concern for or kindness to others. Now let's check out another definition, that of concern. To relate to, to have an influence on, marked interest or regard usually arising through a personal tie or relationship. We now need to take a look at the definition of kindness, which says arising from or characterized by sympathy or forbearance, gentle, affectionate, loving. And lastly, we need to look at the definition of forbearance. Forbearance is the quality of someone who is patient and able to deal with a difficult situation or person without becoming angry. So what does it look like to really care about or for someone? It can be summarized like this, feeling and showing concern and kindness and relating to a person with interest and sympathy, not becoming angry in difficult situations with them, along with being gentle, affectionate, and loving. And when we care and when caring is our true, honest, sincere, and really deep motive in life, because we know it honors God, there will be no room for a who cares or self-centered attitude. Before we move on, let's look at a few additional and very important words. The first word we are going to look at in the dictionary is self-centeredness. And it says, being concerned solely with one's own desires, needs, or interests. Which brings to mind being self-serving, which is defined as serving one's own interests, and listen to this, often in disregard of the truth or the interests of others. Wow, that's a striking definition. Doesn't that sound like the world at large? Doesn't that sound a lot like you and me? And being self-serving is why we either never come to God and accept Jesus as a savior, or we never fully mature or barely mature in our relationship with God. Already in the study, we see there is an absolute necessity to care, and we haven't even looked at what God has to say on the topic in the Bible. So let's do that now. Let's take a look at how God defines care. Philippians 2.4, let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Right out of the gate, we see God has no problem with us taking care of ourselves. We just have to remember we can't stay there. Next, Ephesians 4.32, be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Ephesians 4.2, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love. Galatians 6.2, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Galatians 6.10, so then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. 
1 John 4, 7, Let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And isn't that such a great lesson and discipline for us to see what God has done for us and how we can, in a small way, do this for others. Moving on, John 15, 13. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. Ephesians 5, 1. Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children. Again, indicating that we are to care for one another just as God has cared for us through Christ. Colossians 3.12, put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Matthew 7.12, so whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Do you want others to care for you and care about you? Even if you're stubborn and you say no, you're saying yes, because you truly do want someone to love you and care about you. Let's continue. Isn't this inspiring? God lovingly telling us who we are to be and how we are to care for each other and how he has demonstrated his care, his deep care for us through his love. Now let's shift gears and look at the result of not caring and what God has to say about that. 1 John 3:17 through 18. But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed, in action, and in truth. John 6, 28 through 29. Then they said to him, What must we do to be doing the works of God? Jesus answered them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him who he has sent. So God is telling us right here, right out of the gate, that in order to do good works that truly honor God, we must fully commit our lives to Jesus Christ. Matthew 5, 21, 22, I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council, and whoever says you fool will be liable to the hell of fire. 1 Timothy 5, 8, but if anyone does not provide for his relatives and especially for members of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Romans 15.1, we who are strong have an obligation to bear with the feelings of the weak and not to please ourselves. We continue with James 2.14.17, what good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, be warmed and filled, without giving them things needed for the body, what good is that? So also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. Proverbs 21, 13, whoever closes his ear to the cry of the poor will himself call out and not be answered. Another great instance and discipline for us to see that if we do not care about other people because they don't meet our criteria, God will not hear us when we are in need. Proverbs 29, 7, a righteous man knows the rights of the poor. A wicked man does not understand such knowledge. Proverbs 28, 27, 
Whoever gives to the poor will not want, but he who hides his eyes will get many a curse. Proverbs 22:16. Whoever oppresses the poor to increase his own wealth or gives to the rich will only come to poverty. Proverbs 17:5. Whoever mocks the poor insults his maker. He who is glad at calamity will not go unpunished. Proverbs 14:31. Whoever opposes a poor man insults his maker, but he who is generous to the needy honors him. And lastly, Proverbs 19:17. Whoever closes his ear to the cry of the poor will himself call out and not be answered. All of this is so indicative of who God requires us to be. The one he calls us to be is the one who cares because he cares so much for us. So what's not clear about our directives from God that we are to care? And what is not clear in what we should expect if we don't care? As we can see, caring comes in many forms and opportunities. It should also be noted that giving to the poor is not always about giving them money. Too often in our society, we see people who are standing at intersections with cardboard signs saying something to the effect of, homeless, need help, God bless. And all too often you see people handing money out the window as an act of charity, often to feel good about what they did for the poor. This is certainly not what God wants us to do either, because this is often out of guilt and engaging in nothing more than works. When we as Christians give, we need to give for one purpose only, and that of helping these people find their way to a Savior in Jesus Christ, not money to further their drug habit in most cases. One would be better off poor and starving and knowing he or she is eternally secure and truly filled with their daily bread from God than having a full stomach, high on narcotics, and perishing for eternity with Satan. This would now be a good time to address one other very important aspect of this topic, and that of, what if we don't care about ourselves? All of the previous dictionary definitions and passages from the Bible does certainly open up the very important aspect of caring for others, but what if we don't care about ourselves? How are we supposed to care for others? On the surface, this sounds like a truly futile discussion, since in order for me to care for others, I need to care for myself, but in order to care for myself, I need to know someone cares about me. And if I don't have anyone who cares about me, I don't care about anyone else. And now I'm back to the beginning of this nonsense. And to that I say, who cares? Just leave me alone. And alone you are. And you are probably painfully alone. And most likely, in the pit of your heart, you really do want to care and want to be cared for, which takes us exactly where we need to be. Who cares? Isn't it true that all too often we don't care because no one ever truly cared about us when we were growing up? And when we are not shown what care looks like, when we do not get to experience care exhibited to us, we have no understanding of how to receive it or give it. But don't let that hinder you from accepting what God and only God can do in your life. So who cares? Know that God truly does. Despite the fact we often get mad at God for allowing us to be stuck in our miserable places in life, know he is only trying to get our attention so we call out to him for help and change. Because believe it or not, he truly does care about you. Now let's look at how much God really cares about you. 
Jesus said, Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Matthew 6.26 Matthew 10.26 Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? And not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your Father. We go on, Matthew 11.28 Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Psalm 147.3 He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. 1 Peter 2.24, He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. Isaiah 41.10, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will hold you with my righteous right hand. Isn't that incredible care? Isn't that a God who loves us so much that when we come to him and come to him sincerely, he is willing to pour out an abundance of care on us? Let's continue Psalm 103, 2 through 4. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquity? Who heals all your diseases? Who redeems your life from the pit? Who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy? Jeremiah 17, 14. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for you are my praise. The moral of the story, when you acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you will receive and have more care, more compassion, and more love than anyone on the planet could ever give you. Let's pray. Caring and loving Heavenly Father, we give you all praise, honor, and glory for your deep love and care for us. A care that is so powerful and satisfying to everyone who calls on your name to receive that gift from you. Help those who are in anguish because they do not know or have perhaps never felt anyone's care, love, or compassion. Help those who are angry and have turned to self in the useless attempt to bury their agony of not caring because they feel no one cares for them. Please fill us with your understanding that we need to rely on you as the ultimate source of perfect care in all things. And now we ask all of this in the name of Jesus Christ, the only one who truly cares. If you are joining us by podcast, please visit our website at faceyourfaith.com for more information and resources. Be sure to also subscribe to the podcast and get updates when new topics are released. You can also follow us on Facebook and coming up on YouTube.